Predator. If it bleeds, we can destroy it. Welcome to Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of every NES game released in North America. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. And I'm Sam. Guys, before we talk about this video game, I I, I have something to admit. I've never seen any of these Predator movies. I don't really know what the Predator is other than just from seeing it in like Aliens vs. Predator. Who has seen this movie? I've seen it. I'm surprised you didn't watch it in preparation, Mike. But is it just Sean? Like Joe? <laughs> I've, I've never Sam? seen it. I've I haven't seen it. So, Sean, I'm going to pick on you then. Uh, one, yes, it's true. I should have watched the movie. I don't know. It just doesn't call me. Maybe because I don't believe that aliens will ever visit Earth. But <laughs> what is it? What is Predator? What is, what is going on in this movie? Um, It's a classic 80s action movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger where... Uh, you know, he's like a a commando, spec ops guy, and uh, he's doing some shady stuff down in Central America, and then it turns out that uh, they're being hunted by an alien race that just seems to like to hunt things, uh, but then he becomes the predator while after, like, he kills all his friends, and then they have a showdown to the death before Predator... Uh, ultimately succumbs to uh, Mr. Schwarzenegger. And that's a uh, great that synopsis. Was a, that was a major spoiler, though, at the end. <laughs> nah. If you weren't going to watch it. How, if, you're, if you're going to do an episode about a game, about a game based on this movie, uh, you probably weren't going to watch it. <laughs> I had that on my list. I have it queued up on my TV right now. I'm watch it. I'm deleting it. You know right what? Now. Actually, though, but to be fair, Joe, Sean brings up a great point because I remember renting Spider-Man, the game from Blockbuster, which came out a week before the movie. <laughs> and I'm talking about the very first Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And I played that game. And at the end, the end is the cutscene where the Green Goblin is killed by his own hover device. And I remember thinking, like, oh, that's crazy. And then seeing it in the movies and being like, that was the spoiler. (laughs) That was a great game. Yeah, well, also now you just spoiled that, too. I mean, this this episode now has two movie spoilers. Now what what the game would lead you to believe is that um, uh, Predator was a movie in which a a pink-wearing Arnold Schwarzenegger runs around some forests and, and caves killing uh, lots of scorpions, some strange monsters, uh, sort of minecrafting his way through um, <laughs> f- through some caves, uh, fighting all of the predators that have ever existed, um, and then, I guess, just surviving? Sean, you bring up a great point. Predators, predator. Now, in Alien... There was only one. And then in Aliens, the twist is there's more of them. In Predator, is there just one? Because in the video game, there's a bunch. In, in Predator the movie, there's only one. And I guess in the game, it could be seen as like each of these fights that you have with the Predator is just like him coming back. But Yeah, actually the manual be... kind of alludes to that. The manual oh, is like no matter how many okay. times you defeat him, you'll have to fight him again or something like that. All right, I guess that makes sense. 
It's like one of those video games where you beat the boss and then you watch the cutscene where you lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I never, uh, I, I didn't beat this one, but do you ever have two Predators on screen at once? No. All right. Well, then that make, that checks out. But there are weird, like, there are other alien objects that are on the screen with the Predator, so it's non-canon, you know? <laughs> maybe or maybe the movie's non-canon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we can do it that way. Now, I mentioned Alien vs. Predator, and we have seen a lot of video games influenced by Alien. I think most notably Metroid and Contra were games that were heavily influenced by Alien. Where are the games that have been influenced by Predator? Can you guys think of any off the top of your head? Or is this the lackluster, like, stepchild of the, of the Alien vs. Predator series? Friday the 13th. Hmm. There you go. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, are you asking about, like, media in general or, or video games? Video games. Like, where are the video games based off of Predator? I guess it's just AVP. Because I, I remember the one, I forgot what year it came out, but it was actually a pretty, uh, a, a pretty detailed representation of, like, the way that... Uh, and and there's, it's nothing like, there's nothing that alludes to it in this game. Like, in Predator, one of the biggest stylistic choices they made was that the predator only sees in like thermal vision or in this other weird red vision and it's got like uh like the lasers and um like he's got a nuclear warhead at some point uh none of that's in this game uh but i remember avp from i think like the early aughts or the late 90s um had stuff like that and it was it was very entertaining if not a very it wasn't a good game, but it was an entertaining game. Got it, got it. All right, well, well, today we're talking about pretty much an action shooter where you play as Arnold Schwarzenegger, otherwise known as Dutch Schaefer, uh, and you clear your way through a variety of levels, basically picking up weapons as you go. You don't start with a weapon. You just take what you can find, and as Sean alluded to, there are destructible environments. That's being very kind to these levels, but there are destructible <laughs> environments that you have to navigate around. Based on the weapons you pick up, you'll take down enemies, be they humans, animals, or predator. And eventually, you will get to the predator, which is part of the, I guess, like bigger stage structure uh, of the action. I think that's a fair overview so if we could move into the yeah, Sean, I do want to make yeah. a, a a quick correction. Oh, you do start with a weapon. It's I, a punch. Fist. Well, you're yes. holding a gun. I'm pretty sure, but you but, can't use it. No, but you still start with a gun. That's important because the ammo, like, is something you have to pick up. I guess so. Or or it's, but it's just really like gun. just the you don't like shoot a gun until. A little bit later in the game, your first weapon is a grenade. Aside, but who from brings your fists. an who brings a gun to a jungle without ammo? <laughs> I don't know. I I think that this 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 kind of uh, feeds this other theme that I've noticed of there's a little bit of like laziness when it comes to designing sprite animations in this game, and and I, it's just a theory, but I think that yeah they didn't want to get rid of the gun sprite. And and also the other thing I noticed is that when you duck, 
you can shoot your gun if you have ammo, but you can't punch while you're ducking. And I think that's because I'm a, I'm guessing that's because they don't have a sprite design for when you're ducking and punching. Well, do you have you ever duck punched in your life? It's really I, hard. I duck punch most of the time. Well, here's uh, the like thing. most okay. punches I throw. You know, your punching strength comes from the rotation and comes from your hips and your legs. So I, I it's, it's not really going to do you much good if you're just ducking. I think. Yeah, but you know, it's sim- it's simulating. Other things that you would do while fighting on the ground that they can't uh, they can't put in due to technical limitations. Mm. <laughs> I'll, I'll concede that. One thing I wanted to point out, the fact that they, like, clearly say this is Arnold Schwarzenegger, but it's, like, as if he was, like, playing this video game character in this game. Like, they don't, you know? <laughs> like, there's, a pic- there's like, a, an 8-bit picture of him, but it's not, like, he's in the game. It's, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger as, I forget the guy's name. Oh, as Gus Schaefer, yeah. I gotcha. As, yeah, but <laughs> the fact that he's Arnold has nothing to do with anything else. I don't know. I just yeah, have was... we seen the actor like credited in any of these other games based on movies? No. I mean, the the the, the top John, the biggest font on pretty much every page, or the second biggest uh, text on every page, is the word Schwarzenegger. Every well, he's page that of big the of a deal. <laughs> yeah, they really uh, they really wanted to make sure we knew who was in the movie. Yeah, he has a good agent. So, Joe, you're saying you're upset that in Karate Kid they weren't saying Machio? They should. Now, you know, now that ah. I've seen this, I think it's an injustice to Ralph Machio. Got it, got it. Okay. <laughs> well, if I could start with a question for the gameplay section, because I'm not really sure where to start here. Uh, what did you guys think of starting with no weapons? Um, you know, we, you do have your punch and everything, but, you know, for some video games that we've played, that's been a really cool feature of, like, you got to... You gotta find your weapons, and you gotta explore this world to to figure out like how to fight these enemies. Did it translate well into let me, Predator? Let me tell you about my first five to ten minutes in this game. So you get spawned with you know with your fists, and then you 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 come to a fork in the road. You can either take the low path, uh, which has some enemy walking around down there, or you can take the high path. But down on the low path is where you pick up your grenades. So I took the low path and uh, picked up uh, that sprite of grenades and then proceeded to spend seven to ten minutes trying to break my way out of like this this brick wall because there's no way to jump over these destructible objects that you need to get past it. Um, And it's a very not fine-tuned system as to how you throw grenades and uh, like what what those grenades will destroy, so it was like pulling teeth trying to get out of like the first screen of the game for me. I, I did end up like you know trying again later, and I just didn't go that way, and it took me 
15 seconds, but that was my first experience. Yeah, I'll say that I think on paper the idea of starting with no weapon works well for this game because you you feel like prey, you know. But uh, but I think that uh, another big problem with it is that you start with no weapon. You only have your punch, which I mentioned before. You can't use while you're ducking, and all the enemies at the beginning of the game are like knee height to you, so you actually just can't hit any of them. <laughs> and also. I mean, there there is that one guard who's kind of guarding the grenades, right? And I felt like when you get the grenade, that guy is so much harder to deal with than when you just have the punch. Because the punch, you just walk... He's at someone who's actually your height. So you can just walk up to him and punch him and he's gone. But the grenade, he's walking towards you and you have to throw the grenade, which has a timer on it. So by the time... You have to walk backwards to give yourself enough space to throw a grenade at him and hope that he runs into it. And also, they, with the, the way enemies respawn in this game, if you leave the screen and then come back, the enemy is going to respawn. So if you're trying to give yourself enough space to throw a grenade, and let's say you get him, and then you move to the side, and he's just going to come back. And this happened to me a lot while I was trying to escape that pit that Sean was talking about too, because I ran into the same problem. And I felt like the ability to just switch back to your punch is that is needed in some cases oh yeah yeah i agree it's weird that once you get the grenade you can only throw i don't think i've ever played a game where you can only throw grenades like grenades you usually want to like they usually like make you like try and save weapon. and that's like an extra thing but this like becomes yeah. your your primary weapon it replaces whatever else you were using yeah it's kind of insane when you think about the way that enemies spawn like sam mentioned but also the placement of the power-ups themselves that some of them are designed i mean like i would say frankly the whole game is designed in a way where they're aware that your life meter isn't just like one hit to death but they also presume that you're willing to take a lot of damage at any particular moment i don't know if you guys felt that way or if i'm just terrible at this game but i felt like in order to progress there were times where you just kind of have to accept that you're going to take a ton of damage. Did you guys feel that way? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I and did, but I always felt like I was taking a shortcut. Like, it, it, it wasn't how the game wanted me to play it, but I was just taking advantage of the fact that I did have those extra hits. Because uh, otherwise, I mean, it's not like it, it, it takes more skill. It just makes it more tedious to try and, like, time jumps with a laser gun and take one little tick off of an enemy's health. Uh, when you could just run past him and take that one like physical contact hit, um, but yeah, that's sort of how I was playing it. I yeah, you, yeah, you're saying if there was like a speed run of the game, which Sam, I know you usually watch those, so I don't know if you can confirm or not, but you're saying that there would be a lot of just damage boosting to get through most of these levels, right, Sean? I would say so. I did not look at speedruns of this game, but I would also assume that, especially the level where you're just going down and then you go up the other side of it. Yeah. yeah that, that one, one was... And I think you get grenades at the beginning of that one. And you just... I don't know. There there was one guy near the very bottom that I was just like, all right, screw it. I'm just going to get bumped by this guy because it's he's following me as I go above him on the platform below me. And so I can't get a good angle to throw a grenade at him because I'm just going to land on him if I try and drop down. So I just landed on him and took a hit. And yeah. I also noticed, I think on the 
whatever the the ice level, the second or third level, there's a spot where it like wants you to. It gives you the laser at some point, and then there's a spot where it's just the fist again as a power up, and you have to try and jump without hitting the power up because then you lose it, and it's like good against the enemies that uh, kind of like rain down. Uh, attacks on you. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, a- absolutely. There are times where this game will just force you to take a certain power up or lose a certain power up. Yeah. Uh, to progress, and it's and I remember thinking like long and hard. I think it happens pretty early on, Sam, too, where you're like in the begin middle of the first level, where it's like you had that great gun, and now it's like no, you're going back to grenades, and it's like I don't want to go back to grenades. Yeah. Um, yeah speaking of Ghost that one moment, in that sense. That one moment where they force you to take the, the, the fist again in order to sort of move forward. You don't actually have to um, because you can just sort of jump under it. And that's, uh, for me, it leads to a discussion of the worst part of like the level design in these games. And it's the fact that if, like, in, like let's say it's Super Mario, let's say it's, Castlevania, whatever side scroller. If you run into a platform, um, you're gonna stop. Or if you just like move up, if it's like a, if it's a, um, the, the ground is uneven and you have to jump up a ledge, you're gonna run into the ledge and stop moving. Whereas in this game, each ledge is also a, you could fall through the wall, and the fact that you can sort of duck under that. Um, fist pickup uh, because you can run through the wall and sort of jump jump away from it is really just because this game uh, you have to be careful with your platforming or you'll just continue to fall into the depths um, for with a feature that I don't think we've seen before where you could just at all times run off the ledge it, like in the middle of in the middle of the screen yeah, that was 100% my biggest gripe with this game also. And what like what it what it seemed like to me is that all all of the platforms are only solid from the top. Yeah. So you could jump <laughs> under them and get up and a lot of times I think it's pretty early on also there's like a bunch of platforms that are only like one like they're like one quarter of of your character's height apart. So there's like yeah. there's so there's like four of them that are just your height. So like you jump once, you're landing four platforms higher. No matter what, you have to. You just can't like you can't land back on the platform you started on. And it made it really frustrating because I'm trying to like jump over enemies and I just end up back at the top when I'm trying to go down. <laughs> so it's just like, and there are a lot of instances like that in this game where it's just like the 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 physics yeah. or or the hitboxes of the game were just working against me getting where I was trying to go, and I felt like those ledges tricked me in one spot. Also, it was uh, it was in one of the levels. There's the main you know the main floor that you're on, which has those ledges that you can slip through and then fall to your death. But I noticed that in one part of it, underneath it, there was another ledge, like underneath the main floor. And there was a way to get down there if you kind of slide up against a platform. You can drop down to a lower platform. And it, just, it doesn't look like there's anything there, but I figure there's a platform down here, so I must 
there must be a way for me like to do something down here so i dropped mm-hmm. down there and there was nothing and i couldn't get back up to the top and i had to kill myself it's just like what's what's the point of that just to trick me yeah well you I, guys will notice that i did not call this a platformer in any sense of, I, I called it an action game for a reason and that's because as much of this game wants you to scale vertically or horizontally across platforms uh thankfully at least for the vertical stages they indicate through like pointer finger whether you can go up or down any further i'm not sure how useful that is and (laughs) why they don't include it for the sides is interesting but as much as they want this game to be like a scale this jungle environment and stuff like that and see how good your platforming skills are the platforming in this game is a secondary thought to even the developers and i feel like in a lot of ways um you know you guys were talking about the the boundaries like the the what defines like landing on a platform i i would agree that in a lot of ways that's what makes this game not a platforming game and more of just an action game is the fact that you could clip through most anything and from a 3d perspective if we're pretending that you are arnold schwarzenegger and you're jumping across these platforms from a 3d perspective that is just ridiculous to imagine that you are jumping like out and around these platforms <laughs> before you land on them again is it's just it, it you know the programmers did not think this through and it's the most frustrating part of the game by far i would still call it a platform because these are still like kind of precision platforming sections and uh, yeah they're they're poorly executed but i don't think that makes it not a platformer yeah i i would agree i think that there's some levels where you need those precision jumps and you have to kind of figure out how to get to the next area and which you know, you have to plot your path ahead of time and you're thinking about platforming. It's not just a run and gun kind of thing where it's easily accessible. So I would, I would call this like an action platformer. Um, and one thing I also want to note is that you're, it's all, the floors are so slippery in this and I fell to my death a lot because I would just slide off the end of the platform and I don't know if that happened with you guys but I felt like this is super slippery yeah it's 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 got some of that going on I'm not I'm not done here yet though on the platformer debate because I would just I would just argue that the game is designed in a way that it wants you to essentially just be a violent killing machine that just continues to press on forward Yes, there are some platforming obstacles based on, like, jump here, then jump there. But I don't think the game carefully thought any of that out. And I think that's an important distinction. So, yes, we could call it an action platformer. But I'm saying if I think about this game, I never think of it in the terms of, like, this game is known for, you know, it's, uh, it's level traversing and jump mechanics. Uh, it's, more, it's much more about just taking down enemies and, and taking damage, for that matter, as quickly as you can to progress to the second s- levels of the stages where you're taking down the Predator. I guess. I, I, don't, I, I don't buy it, but I, 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 accept your opin- <clears throat> I accept your opinion. So let's talk about that big mode because, uh, and that's what they refer to it as the big mode. 
Um, and I guess it's called that because of the larger sprites. Yeah, uh, that I think happened. that's it. <laughs> it wasn't from the movie? Yeah, there was no, like, you're now entering the THX big mode. Uh, <laughs> and the screen changes sizes and everything. No, that did not happen. And it doesn't happen here either. It's just the level concept changes to, uh, I'm pretty sure it's auto-scrolling. And you are just a, you actually look less like Arnold Schwarzenegger now than when you did as the little no, pink man. No, no, you look yes. more like him now. Are you kidding me? I, I, I At least he's wearing I green. This is a Russian yeah. guy. <laughs> he looks more like Arnold Schwarzenegger than this guy wearing a leotard with a gun running yeah. around the jungle. I, Arnold Schwarzenegger maybe with like, you know, some greasy Italian guy's haircut. <laughs> Anyway, that's not what the argument is. <laughs> the argument is more about uh, that you know th- this gameplay shift, uh, and you know we could talk about it first and then decide whether it was better or not. I don't think that's even up for discussion. But you, you know, all of a sudden you're you're shifted into an entirely different kind of game, and we've seen this a few times recently. Uh, I I don't know if you guys felt like. This was as standout as those other games that we've seen where they switch genres. This isn't really a switch in genres. It's just more like, now you're doing the game this way. Uh, <laughs> Sean, any thoughts? I can't tell which one I, I think is like more half-baked. <laughs> um, the, the fact that you're firing at a bunch of like spheres or bubbles or whatever the hell... Um, is I can't I don't understand what the thought process was here. <laughs> I, I do understand that like the way that they sort of make the the predator um, hard to hit. Like they'll do like a, a, a triple a triple view because like eventually you'll you'll fire at all the bubbles and then you'll you'll fight the predator. And I guess that that sort of plays into the fact that you know he's hard to see in the movie and that's sort of like the character, but. I, I don't understand the rest of it. I don't know why you're in cyberspace. I don't know why uh, that's what you're shooting. It, it, it's it's a lot of head scratchers for me. Yeah, I, if if you have if you present the question of which one is more half baked, I I 100% think that this is more half baked. <laughs> in, in my opinion, it is, I, I just don't get it. It's just a plain red background. The, yeah, the enemies are just are just bubbles. <laughs> like, what the heck is going on? And then, uh, I get, with the predator thing, the way that I killed him was I just shot when I couldn't see him, and I just hit him like every time. Oh, like I, I would just works. shoot. I would just shoot like before those like those like four bubbles would come up, and like he would be somewhere randomly on the screen. But like he takes up so much of the screen that yeah. nine times out of the ten, if I just shoot towards the end of the screen i hit him that's big mode so it just felt it just felt really like i i just was like what what is it felt like it was just like this like they just took a bunch out of the game made it an auto scroller and they're like all right keep going but now there's way less going on i will say this though i think that the shooting is a little bit more satisfying in the in the auto scroll. Oh yeah, I agree because like at least now you know that you're always going to be able to shoot, and it's not yeah. like auto scrolling punching and auto scrolling grenading. <laughs> <laughs> that would be oh my god, I, I can't even think about it. Well, not but just that, like but some, I feel like the gun is a little bit more responsive in this. Like you can okay. fire yeah. a little bit more often. Um, yeah, you're right. I think there's like two. You can have two bullets on screen at once. Yeah. 
But also there's like some weird power. There's like that boomerang bullet power up that just like yeah. the bullet just goes That's to odd. the edge of the screen and then comes back to your gun, which is I guess is can be useful, but it just like I don't know, it just seems like you can come up with a better power up than that. Now, was the auto scrolling portion of the of this like big mode did that actually add any like sense of urgency or difficulty for you guys or was it just like a you know we have to figure out a way to make the predator fight more interesting like it wouldn't be as fun if you were playing in the in the smaller mode uh so so therefore it's an auto scrolling fights this way the predator can constantly be on screen and move around I, i'm not sold that the auto scrolling was the best method for a predator fight I mean, you Honestly, fight predators uh, in both modes, um, and I think this is the worst, ver- the worst version. And it's not even like the other version is any better. <laughs> it's just, yeah. uh, uh, at least there's some use of his cloaking device, so it makes it more like the movie, I guess. Instead of like in the, uh, in the standard fights, he just does like a ground pound over and over, um, and he like yeah. curls up into a little ball in the air, <laughs> which I assume is in the yeah. movie. <laughs> No. Uh, he also like doesn't really attack in the in the other part. <laughs> like <coughs> yeah. you, you just shoot him and he and he curls up and he waits for you to shoot him. I mean as long as you just keep shooting. Yeah, I'm not even trying to sound crazy here, but I didn't read the manual and I had no idea that that was the predator <laughs> in the other stages. Like if you it it looked like just another one of those guys who were like confusingly like, "Oh, shouldn't these guys be on my team? Like aren't we trying to take down the predator? Why am I fighting my own military?" <laughs> he didn't look like the predator. <laughs> Those are gorillas. Well, the, the, I think the guys. ball is supposed to clue you in. This is the ball. Not Got it. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I can. I can bail no you out. There's no scene of, uh, in Predator where he curls up into a ball. <laughs> oh well, Mike, I can. I can bail you out if you're feeling. If you feel at all dumb for not realizing that, because I played a little bit of this game not realizing this was based on the movie Predator. <laughs> oh my god! It wasn't until I like, looked at like the manual and the cover art. I was like, "Why oh, did yeah. well, you think I've Arnold Schwarzenegger seen. was doing this?" I didn't know it was Arnold Schwarzenegger because <laughs> I hadn't read the manual yet. Oh man! <laughs> and he, you know, not until the uh, the big mode came up, and then he looks identical to Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then I was like, "Oh, of course that's Arnold Schwarzenegger." Honestly, I think that the the big mode, the whole purpose of it is just to have better graphics of the main characters. I think yeah, that's yeah. really it. That sounds just about to be, right. Like, just to show like character recognition, like this is a game about this thing that you recognize, and here it is. Remember, remember when you watched this? And I think that's all it is. Yeah, that makes sense. I did like that at the end of the movie that um, uh, the predator's head popped off, grew five times as big, and then just started <laughs> shooting projectiles at you while floating around in midair. Um, that that <laughs> yeah, was spoiler. probably the most. Uh, that was probably the best detail I liked that they kept. But even there. There's just something, I don't know, I'm really upset with whoever programmed this game, because, like, yes, it's silly that there's just a floating predator head that is, like, the final boss of the game or whatever, but the way that the head moves, and, and like, not even just the randomness of it, but just, like, the way that it, the way that that fight goes down is half frustrating, but also just feels kind of like a, I don't know, like, we were supposed to put a final boss here. So let's let's do this, you know? I I think that Sean after hearing you describe the predator's abilities in the movie, I don't see any of that really. No, the game. only thing in this game that they that they did at all was like give some kind of approximation 
of the cloaking device that's like the big effect in the movie from like you know it was the big cool thing from the 80s that hadn't really been done before um and they they did that a little bit in big mode but nothing else is in is in this game yeah i mean and even like the i mean i imagine in the movie Predator is like, yeah, like you said, he's terrifying because you don't know where he is and because he's a hunter or whatever. There's nothing terrifying about, like, running into the Predator in this game. I honestly think that the regular enemies are more difficult than the Predator. For the most part. Uh, I didn't yeah. have oh, the final no, no, no. battle with Okay, them. wait, wait. Yeah, more difficult maybe, but, like, I do have a gripe about the rest of these enemies because they're just... Like, this is, like, the second episode in a row, maybe. I don't remember what we recorded last week, but this is pretty close to another episode <laughs> where... These enemies aren't anything intimidating, though. Like, uh, no, not at all. Yeah, but, just but the predator is just not even a challenge. Like I think we're, is the, the legacy yeah. of the wizard is that what we're talking about? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, Joe, you brought up a good point, something I hadn't thought about. You're right. The predator is not scary in any way. Yet, running into um, Freddy in Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Jason in Friday the Thirteenth was scary. Yeah. yeah, like that was like a, I don't want to be. In the same room as this guy, <laughs> a floating predator head. I'm like, all right, I guess I gotta, I guess I gotta shoot at it. I think that any movie can be adapted into a game if you if you use this template of just like um, fight enemies that vaguely, like some enemies vaguely look like characters in the movie. Uh, you take one little bug that was casually mentioned and make it like the <laughs> most common enemy. Um, and then at the end, you take the you take at the head of the main villain and make it float around and shoot stuff at you, and that could be any movie. That could be that could be Adam's Family. <laughs> I can't wait to play the Adam's Family game. Yeah. <laughs> How would the terminal turn into an NES game? Um, <laughs> you'd have like yeah, you'd have like uh, who's the who's the main antagonist in the terminal? The, the like, guy who won't Boris let him out of the airport. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you put his face <laughs> on a floating head <laughs> on a floating and head by, and you, by the exit of the airport, and yeah, you have to shoot exactly him down. <laughs> anything. What are the enemies though? Like just people milling about the airport. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. You collect like ketchup packets or whatever. For yeah, your health. exactly. <laughs> Love it already. I can't wait to play the terminal NES game. <laughs> The only thing I'll mention about this game outside of like what we've been talking about is that if we go back to the beginning here about the side-scrolling levels in general, we talked about that for the vertical stages, they'll have arrows pointing up and down um, for the horizontal love parts of those levels because they're not always just vertical stages or just horizontal stages. But when that happens, for some reason, they won't point that out to you. So that already feels kind of weird. But then there's this other weird element of warp zones in this game. Did anyone find the other exits in any of these levels that like warp the player ahead several levels oh no i'm I'm not even sure where that would be i wouldn't even know if if there's only one path in my mind right i wouldn't even know if i was in the next level or several levels ahead because all of it all looks the same i agree you're either i I read about that in the manual Uh, what i took it to mean in the manual i thought that they were it was like oh there's just because there's what there's 
there's 40 levels, but you only need to do 20 of them. And I just thought it was like, there's 40 levels, but that there's not like necessarily like a sequential order that you need to go in where it was like, I know it does come up with the level number, but I thought it was like, oh, there's just, there's just two paths basically. But did you ever feel like you were going in that second path? I always felt like I was just going in the way the game wanted me to go. I never felt like, oh, I bet if I jump here, I'm going a different direction. I'm going in the wrong way. Yeah. The game doesn't want me to go this way. I guess what I'm saying is I never thought that it that it wanted you to feel like there's a there's like the main way and then there's like the secret way. I just thought it was always like, oh, okay, I found this door, I'll go through that. Like I, I just kept going forward, and I was like, okay, maybe if I play again, I'll find different doors. But like I I don't know if I would have been like, oh, like I. W- I found yeah, a secret I'm, door. Like I feel I'm like they there. the same. There's nothing different about them, so they may as well both be counted as like the primary route. Right. In so. the MSX version of um, this game, weapons were not limited to just having one at a time. But you did not have infinite ammunition. So like when you picked up in the NES, I think it's called laser, it is just a gun. But you had to actually pick up ammo for that. But you could switch between the weapons as you pick them up. I don't know. What's the trade-off there? I feel like ammunition adds some strategy to it. Being able to switch weapons adds some strategy, but also some fun variety to the gameplay. Sounds like I kind of want to test out the MSX version. Anyone have any objections to thinking why that wouldn't work? I mean, it's definitely a positive. I think that's a step in the right direction of fixing this, but... If that's the only thing they change, it's still a shit game. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, I, I think definitely any, any time that you're giving your player a little more agency is, is a good thing. Like, you know, it, at least it's like you're making the choice of when to use up your ammo. And it's not just like, well, you randomly ran into this thing that you can't avoid. So now you have this weapon. Uh, I think that's a good idea. But yeah, I would I would need to see a lot more changes also to be enticed. And that just reminded me. Weapons don't carry over between levels. Or, no, or they don't. Segways, like segments. Like, what is up with that? What is the story there? You just, you're like, I guess I won't be needing this anymore before you enter the next level filled with enemies. Well, Sean, how did like, that happen in the movie? <laughs> I mean, yeah. they, they do end up losing weapons in the movie, but it's not like a plot point. <laughs> Does it happen when the scene changes? Uh, oh, yeah. You'll... you'll It'll cut to, like, later that afternoon, and all of a sudden they're empty-handed. Yeah, like, they notice the cut in the movie. They're like, what the, how do we get here? Where's my weapon? <laughs> I mean, it's probably just easier to program this way also, like, without keeping track of what the player has in between scenes, just loading, all, like, all this stuff in fresh, I would guess. Yeah. That's something I'm struggling with when I make games. Or it's is it just like because it, you're lazy? That's true, but there's a there's a hard it's it's like you know I I'm assuming that it's like on the on the NES you have you do everything from scratch um, when you're programming for it so to have some kind of thing or some kind of program that's keeping track of what you have between levels and there's forty levels I so that it has to you have to repeat that program at the end of each level and the beginning of the next one I I don't know it seems like Maybe there's not enough space for it, or they just didn't want to do that, or they figured that the levels themselves are kind of like set pieces that you too should much only sympathy. too like much you sympathy. Should... Too much, <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I, I don't know. I think that there's something. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
it, it, it is a possible explanation. Yeah. Uh, I so I'm I did just watch a speed run as we were talking, and the guy is just running through enemies and not caring about health. And it seems like you pick up health so often in this game and your health resets on each level that you really, it seems like you really got to try to get killed by the enemies in this game. So if you disregard all the enemies in the game and they're just constantly gaining um, health, it seems like it's more of a platformer. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I, well, how is he playing the big mode? Because I feel like you're a lot more like you're gonna. If you're gonna die, you're probably gonna die in big mode. Oh, he's blasting in big mode, or she, wow. or that. They're, they're but also like yeah, yeah. Sam, the big mode is also arguably for a speedrunner, someone who plays this game over and over again. It's a short enough experience that they probably are just really good at hitting yeah. everything as it as it appears. Yeah, uh, I have I have one more thing. Uh, maybe a, a small little. Uh, Little special episode of uh, of of Joe's pause sounds, where, where I won't actually talk about the sound that you pause that it makes when you pause, but the fact that in big mode only you just can't pause it. Oh yeah, I, I don't understand why you can't pause it. Especially that's the auto scroller. That's the one where it's like, well, I can't just step away for a second because it's always moving. <laughs> that is odd. It's to create urgency, just like why they added the auto scrolling to begin with. It's it's all about like. This is happening, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. I, I mean, I guess that's probably true. I, I'm not for it, though. I will state uh, that in the movie, when uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and his team come upon uh, some hanging, skinned-alive bodies, he does not exclaim out into the ether, I will, fi- I will find whomever did this. Uh, they made that lineup. Uh, it's not in the movie. Uh, zero out of ten. I believe that production management would be hard enough to work with that they wouldn't be able to get them copies of the script in time for the game. <laughs> I will find whomever did this. Is is Arnold Schwarzenegger's character in that movie the kind of character that would say whomever? <laughs> exactly <laughs> not. <laughs> I laughed out loud when I read it. <laughs> in terms of sequels and spinoffs, we will not be playing another Predator game on the NES, but Predator 2 is a game that is not a sequel to the Predator game, but is just, uh, you know, the game adaptation of Predator 2, the movie. And that came out on Genesis in 1992. And what's confusing me about this, and I don't know if you guys are quick enough on Google to, like, just Google search Predator 2, but if you look at, at it, it is, like, what I would call an isometric shooter, but without, like, that fake 3D look. Like, it takes the 45-degree angle but doesn't add any depth. Like, it doesn't have a pyramid look to it all. And so it's just very strange. It's like, I've never seen a game take a 2D shooter and just put it at a 45-degree angle. Oh, this is odd. Right? Like, there's I no do like sense it, though. Of, yeah, yeah sure. say, it doesn't not work. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not... It, there's no actual uh, depth to anything... But it's not wrong. It's just a different way of looking at a yeah. 2D shooter. It looks like they just kind of messed up the uh, the projection of it. Like it's they're definitely trying to do isometric, but this does not look isometric. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Predator Concrete Jungle from 2005 on the PlayStation 2. 
Uh, Sean, I was wondering if this was the game you were referring to at the beginning of the episode because this is the one where you control the Predator and maybe that was, you know, like the one that most was like, you know, what the movie was like in terms of giving you all the Predator's abilities and letting you carry out, taking out the the humans, the prey. Um, no, uh, that is, that's not the game I was referring to. Um, uh, one second. Take your time. Uh, in the meantime, if you don't mind, I will mention Predators, you know, like aliens. We always needed a Predators, and that is on, uh, mobile phones in 2010. Uh, it's a, you're a play as a Predator, but you're also part of a clan, and it's like a pay-to-win style Clash of Clans game, <laughs> which just cracks me up for some reason. Like, the idea that Predators would fall into some kind of, like, pay-to-win scheme <laughs> and build their, build their own unique Predator armies <laughs> against each other. Like, I don't know, it's really funny. They fall to capitalism one way or another. Wow. Um, no, okay, so the game that I was referring to is called Aliens vs. Predator. Um and it is a it's from 1999 you can play as a human which is just a standard like fps uh an alien which is like you you get some weird like visual elements and you can crawl on walls and you can eat people's faces off and then you can play as a predator and you get all these like weird logistical not logistical but like you get these cool visual modes that you get the you get the thermal vision uh, you you get the the laser stuff like it, it wasn't a, again it wasn't a great game but the way that they sort of incorporated the designs of these uh, movie monsters basically uh, into how they played um, it'll always have a lasting effect on how I view uh, first person shooters. I appreciate that insight. Uh, I think that adds to your personality on the show. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. It, it seeps into every episode of this show. Alien vs. <laughs> right, if Predator. you go back now, there's actually a reason to go back and listen to the past 179 episodes. <laughs> Catch yeah, all for of those my who already eggs. have, I think now now it all makes sense. Like, now everyone gets shot. Like, oh, that's why he said all that stuff. <laughs> Just like Jason, Predator also showed up in Mortal Kombat X. Um, I mean, it's cool, but it's not its own game. So it's just kind of like a cameo thing. I'm not going to go further into that. But, you know, it's always nice to see any kind of fighting game incorporate pop culture elements. I think there was a Mortal Kombat game or Injustice, right, that had, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I always thought that was neat, that, like, you just get to play as all four at once. <laughs> they're one anyway, character? <laughs> yeah, they're, like, one character. Um, I'm sure, like, it's skins or something, but technically, you you know, like, you can swap out between oh, them or something. okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the last game I have here came out last year, Predator Hunting Grounds 2020 on the PS4. It's an asymmetrical multiplayer shooter that pits man against Predator. It is very much like the recent Friday the 13th game where you either play as part of a fire team or you play as the Predator. So it's a team versus one kind of thing. So be the Predator or hunt the prey Predator prey i don't know who depends on who's who in this situation right technically they're both looking for their prey <laughs> i i i always have found these kinds of games interesting but i didn't i never ended up playing any of them 
like the ace. I don't, I don't think it works. Player. I've never even heard about this one, so I, d- yeah. I doubt it's it's got a following. No. Evolve, right? That's the one that's that like, was the was... first big one that people yeah. were talking about. All right. Well, speaking of big things that we still have to talk about, we have to talk <laughs> about whether Predator is an essential games list <laughs> <laughs> or a game on it. <laughs> Sean, we need your vote, although I feel like we kind of got it in the middle of this episode. I need it again. What is your vote for Predator? It was definitely in the last third of this episode, so it wasn't it wasn't a huge spoiler. But no, this game is shit. Um, so no, not essential. <laughs> Joe, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna say play play Contra. You know, I feel like Contra scratches the itch that this is trying to scratch, and it's good. This game's got too many too many bugs, too many well, bugs like little like actual enemy bugs, and bugs that like where you where you where you phase through the environment, things like that. There's just, uh, this game needed a lot more work. So I'm going to say this is not an essential games list, and it is not on the essential games list. Sam, how about you? How about me? Um, I mean, I think that some of the, the level design of this is a little bit interesting, like having to, you know, go around and platform. And it's like, you know, it's not good, but it's better than what we've seen in some games. So I'll give them that. And the fact that there's two different kinds of gameplay is interesting, I guess. But it's also not good. <laughs> but um, so all in all, I'm going to say this game is not very good. It's not essential. And it's it, it's just okay, I think. I, I don't think this is the worst game that we've played. But I still wouldn't call it a good game. Okay, I think we have an answer there. And uh, the final thing I'll say is that the the platforming sections of this game alone are unforgivable. Uh, you know, there's there's there are quite a few games on the NES Jank folder, according to Sam. But I really think this one belongs on there. I'll toss. I really it on didn't there. have a. I really didn't have a good time. With this game, and a lot of it just came down to how you can how you feel when you play as uh, Duke Schaefer, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Predator, whatever you want to call him. Some people <laughs> would make that mistake, I imagine, just like they make Samus Metroid. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, Pink I Floyd. really can't see anything in this game that is worth replaying. So for that reason, it's not going on the essential games list. But who knows? What the future holds for the Essential Games list. Maybe we'll find out what the future holds next week in Taboo, The Sixth Sense. That is our game next week, guys. Do you have a good feeling about the future uh, and Taboo? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting a strong, strong vibes. Yeah? Yeah, I don't Very really know good. what that means, but... Yeah. Yeah, no, strong vibes is all you need. It's like, that's the new yeah. thing now. Good vibes all around. Strong and, vibes uh, only. Yep. I don't care good if it's vibrations. good or bad. I just want them to be strong. <laughs> They're just strong, yeah. Anyway, that's our game next week. Uh, remember, we post episodes every Friday. If you want to hear more about these games, follow us all week long and every week on Twitter at NostalgiaCast. And if you want the occasional musing or sassiness from myself, I am on Twitter as well, at Esposito Film. We will talk to you next Friday. With our sixth sense in a little game we like to call Taboo. And until then, 
maybe tweet at us at NostalgiaCast and tell us what you thought of this episode. We'd love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs>